Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. This show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. So, so wonderful to have you here. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for all of your continued support. My name is Nick, and I just want to make the world a little bit better one dish at a time and today i am talking about a dish that literally makes everybody's day better whenever a slice of this slides across the table at you i am talking about brekkie pea breakfast pizza i know i've talked about pizza on the show before but this is also going to include a new crust recipe i've actually taken my old crust recipe from back episode 31 i've got the catalog here i could totally just look through it and tell you what episode number it is but i'd rather guess because it's more fun for me that way, I guess. But uh, yeah, so I've kind of taken my pizza recipe. I think I was trying to overcomplicate it at the time. I've made it a little bit simpler. And there's like one real super key thing to pizza crust that I have learned since that initial episode that will change your pizza crust game forever. So make sure you stay tuned in the back half of the show to check that out. You have not heard my voice in a couple weeks, for which I profusely apologize. Those of you who know me well know that I take part in NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. The goal being to write 50,000 words or more in the month of November. So I've been busy prepping, outlining, planning, plus trying to do some writing habit forming. I'm trying to actually set up a writing habit so that I don't just write before and during nano, but that I'm writing after it as well. I'm super passionate about writing as passionate as I'm about food, about cooking, anything like that. Writing is my true passion, my number one passion. So I really, really like kind of fully embraced jumping back into it. And it just kind of wiped my slate clean. Like literally everything I had on my slate completely wiped it clean. And I've just been focusing on that pretty exclusively. I did want to drop an episode for you guys though, because number one, I miss doing this. Like I love doing this too. And this is a good creative break from that, but also to kind of roadmap for you, how the rest of season four is going to go. That's right. Season four is going to have an end date and it's going to be the day before Thanksgiving, November the 23rd. That is going to be the final episode of season four. I've got a lot of stuff recorded uh, up to that point, and we're going to talk more about that in, in just a moment. I've already got a whole bunch of stuff recorded already. What I'm going to try to do is bank and get a whole bunch of material prepared and ready for release. That way, even though I'm going to be writing my little tail off in November, you are going to get regular content from me. You're going to hear my voice in your ear every week, giving you positivity, giving you love, sending you kindness, sending you strength telling you to believe in yourself and plus giving you some recipes that I've workshopped in my own kitchen that I absolutely love. So I hope that I hope that you're here for that. So make sure that you, that you stay tuned. If you also want to hear my voice, you can tune into some other podcasts that I've been popping up on or will be in the very near future. By the time you hear this, I was on movie reviews in 20 Q's with Liz and Billy from We Watched a Thing, and we reviewed the new movie See How They Run, just came out like a few weeks ago. 
So make sure you check that out. Link for that will be down in the show notes. I'm going to be on Movie Reviews and 20 Qs again, talking about the Sandra Bullock movie, The Proposal. And I'm going to be on We Watched a Thing as well with Billy talking about Clerks 3. So you're going to be able to hear me a few other places on the internet. If you're not getting quite enough of your Nick Fix, because I haven't been streaming, I haven't been doing a bunch of stuff lately in the wake of kind of preparing for Nano. So if you want to hear me some other places, those are some other ways you'd be able to do that as well. All that information will be in the show notes if and 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 whenever it is available, like links to those episodes. Just make sure you stay tuned. Last time you heard from me, I had talked about doing a charity stream. I'm very, very thrilled. Uh, you know, thank you so much, everybody that came out and donated. I just set a goal of $250 for AFSP. And we hit that goal. So thank you so, so much. Uh, not only to my patrons who, you know, portion of my Patreon funds also went to that cause, but thank you so, so much to everybody that came out that watched the stream that donated. I was live for, I don't know, six or seven hours somewhere in that neighborhood. I even recorded a full episode of this show during, during that. And it's uh, still sitting on my hard drive. I haven't even gotten a chance to touch it yet, but that will also be coming out in the lead up. That's one of the ones I'm going to save. I'm pretty sure for November, and that's going to be coming, you know, in the lead up to the end of season four. But thank you again so much to everybody that tuned in that helped spread the word to help raise awareness for suicide and uh, suicide prevention and, and things like that. Never forget you're not alone. Never forget that you've got something to live for. You really, really do. And if you're struggling, you can go straight to NikolaisKitchen.com. The link is in the show notes. Go straight to NikolaisKitchen.com and you're going to find links to resources, not just here in the United States, but internationally as well. If you're struggling, if you're having conflicting thoughts, or if you need someone to talk to, don't wait. Please reach out. Please. You have so, so much to live for. I promise you. I promise you, you do. Today in Positivity, kind of following up on that theme of having something to live for, I wanted to catch up with you and let you know what I've been living for lately. So I'm pretty sure last time we talked, I was probably about halfway through my 30-day yoga program, Yoga with Adrian, her home series, and I finished it. I finished it and I did all 30 days. I did not miss a single day. I did not skip a single day. And today, right after I'm done recording this, I'm going to do day two of my new series, which is her move series. She just did that one at the beginning of this year, 2022. I took a few days off and I realized that this is something that I want to make a regular part of my life. This is something that I want to incorporate into my life going forward. So I'm going to be folding in daily yoga practices going forward to finish this 30 day challenge, probably take a couple more days off and probably do another one. What I don't want to do is I don't want to hit the brakes. What I don't want to do is I don't want to let off the gas. Those are the same thing. I just said one thing one way and one thing the other way but I want to keep going. If I slow down and if I like, oh, maybe I do yoga four or five days a week, what happens is, and I, this happened to me before, like I really loved doing it. I fell in love with doing it. It was so amazing. And then it just kind of fell out of my normal routine. I would do it 
you know, a few days a week here and there. And then once you fall out of that routine of doing it, it starts to become more of a chore to do it. It starts to become more frustrating to try to make time in your life to do that kind of thing. I formed that habit now. I formed that routine now. I look forward to doing yoga every day. It's just a part of the time that I am making for myself to make a better me. And I've got to tell you, I, like, I, I've talked about it a lot on this show about how yoga really taught me how to slow down, to breathe, to get out of my own headspace, to really focus on what's important. And plus, it makes me so, so, so much better physically. It makes me feel so much better. My chest is broader. I'm thinner. My clothes are fitting better. I'm stronger. Adrian loves her planks. I've done so many planks over the past month. My poor abs. My legs are stronger. Every part of me mentally and physically is stronger because I committed myself to doing that 30 days. And if you're somebody who, you know, you might be listening to this and maybe you've wanted to do something. Maybe there's something that you've wanted to do. We talked about this quite a few weeks ago here on the show now. But if you really want to do it, you will make it happen. If you don't want it, admit you don't want it and move on from it. If you kind of want it, but you won't make the effort, you won't make the time to do it, then you don't want it. And that's okay. It's okay to not want something. It's okay to admit something doesn't work for you. But if you truly, truly want something, what are you willing to dedicate? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice to make that thing happen? So I had to give up some of the time that I was spending working on other things. I had to streamline my content production because I've been producing way too much, to be quite frank. And I've been stretching myself thinner and thinner and thinner. And I'll get to this point. I kind of, uh, you know, ebb and flow or, you know, like a, like a, like a wave cresting and, and, and falling and cresting and falling. I'll hit a point where I kind of snap and I kind of like, Nick, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta reel it in here. You gotta dial it in. You gotta pull it back. You're spreading yourself too thin. And then I'll tighten things up and then I'll add something back. I'll add this back. I'll add that back. I'll add this in. I'll add that in. Just a little bit of this. Just a little bit of that. Before it starts to get out of control. Now, is it nearly as bad as it has been in the past? No. No, no. Because I've made sure to kind of keep myself in that correct headspace of, Nick, you can't make time for everything. You have to prioritize things. And some things you have to leave by the wayside. Sometimes, I've talked about this in the past too, but sometimes there is not going to be a new episode of this show every week because I'm not there mentally. I'm not there. Like, you know, I, I, I have to dedicate the time to something else. I have to feed myself. I have to feed my own positivity. I have to feed my soul so I can do this and I can try to help you feed yours too. Because ultimately that's what I want to do in the end. I want somebody to listen to this and I want you to listen to my journey and I want you to say, well, Nick can do it. So can I. Nick can do this. I know I can do this too. I just have to be willing to put in the work. I just have to be willing to try. You can. I promise you so, so much. You can do anything you put your mind to. You can, but you have to start that journey first. Where does that journey start for you? Where do you begin? 
What goal is your biggest priority right now? What is the most important thing right now to you? To me, it's hitting this goal. To me, it's hitting my weight loss goal and beyond. But in a lot of ways, I still haven't been being as strict with myself and holding myself as accountable as I need to. I've talked about it basically probably since the genesis of this show. That plateau. Hanging out at the same weight. Staying there. Because I don't make the changes necessary to get off of it. I've done the yoga. I've done the daily yoga. I've stuck to that. I've held firm to that. That's very true. And I'm proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself for finishing that practice again. The last day of Yoga with Adrian, she takes her microphone off. Usually she's there to guide you word for word, every step of the way, every pose, everything. Day 30, she takes off the microphone and, you know, she's there to watch. Like if you want to, if you want to try to follow along with the moves and stuff that she's doing, but she leaves it to you to take what you've learned, to take what you've built and make something that works for you, make something that makes you better, make something that allows you to kind of direct your own class as it were. And I thought I was going to be really, really apprehensive because I finished her programs before and I knew this was coming and I thought I was going to be really scared and apprehensive and everything, but I wasn't. I really wasn't. And I found myself like half of the practice had gone by, like 25 minutes had gone by before I even looked up at the TV. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I can, I guess I can kind of jump in with her. Cause I kind of reached the end of my move set. Like maybe I haven't built up quite as much as I want to or need to in that kind of yoga knowledge yet, but it felt good. It felt really, really good. And I'm so proud of me for doing it, but, but have I moved that needle enough for me? No. Because I've not been willing to give up. I've not been willing to make the sacrifices that I need to make to push toward that goal faster. To push toward that goal and make measurable, measurable progress. I should be losing 10 pounds a month. I should be losing 10 pounds a month. In the glory days of drop the sugar, when I was dropping the sugar, counting every calorie, I wasn't drinking. Or if I was drinking, I was drinking very, very little. I was racing toward that goal, racing towards it. And somewhere along the way, I've lost that discipline and, and, and a lot of doing the yoga, a lot of holding myself accountable to finish the yoga program, to finish yoga with Adrian, that 30 day program. A lot of that has been about reforming those disciplines, the discipline to get to the mat every single day and exercise. And I had been tracking my water for, for a long time. I was tracking my water every single day. Then I fell on I fell away from it. It fell out of my routine. The thing would come up on my phone all the time. Like I never turned the app off on my phone and I just swipe it away. But then what I started to notice is I was starting to feel more sluggish. I was starting to feel more hungry all the time. I was starting to feel a little dried out. And it's because I wasn't holding myself accountable. It's because I wasn't forming that discipline, keeping myself accountable and tracking my water and saying, Nick, this is how much water you've had today. You need to have this much more, or you need to get closer to it than you are right now. Open up the water bottle and drink. And I, <laughs> I fell away from it and I wasn't drinking nearly as much water as I had been. 
And like, you know, I, like I, I love, I love to experiment in my kitchen. You guys know that by, if you know anything else about me but from this show, by this point, you know that I love to experiment and learn and grow in that kitchen. And one thing I've always really wanted to learn more about is making cocktails too. So one thing I've been doing lately is, you know, get some Tito's and then get some liqueurs. I'll get some Chambord. I've got Midori in there right now. Get some triple sec, different kinds of liqueurs. Make some simple syrups. The tenant that lived here previously planted a mint out in the back garden and it just kind of has run rampant. It's grown over everything at this point. But I was like, I'm not letting all that mint go to waste. So I harvested a ton of it and made simple syrup with it. So I've got a mint simple syrup. I made a jalapeno simple syrup. I've made other types of simple syrup as well. And I'm experimenting making different martinis because I really, really feel like I'm starting to nail down the correct ratios and the real science of making a martini because it's much more like baking. Cocktails are much more like baking than they are like cooking. And that's one thing I've really been learning. But then I'm also having a couple of martinis every day with simple syrup, which is just sugar water with those liqueurs. Some of them are like a little bit heavier. So some of them have like milk or cream or anything and everything like that in there too. Some of them are dessert martinis and they're great. I'm having a lot of fun learning and exploring the space. I really, really am. But at the same time is adding those extra calories, even though I'm doing the yoga, even though I'm holding the discipline on the mat, is adding all those extra calories every day. Not to mention just, you know, like the drinking itself. Is that helping me to get to the goal I want to hit? Is that helping me on this road to 250 that I'm on right now? Nah, no. <laughs> no, it's not. So when I started this yoga program, when I started MOVE, I promised myself I was going to do two things. Number one, no drinking. None. Not a drop for the next 30 days. Not until I get to the end of move and then I'm going to celebrate. Because there's nothing wrong with having an occasional drink. There's nothing wrong with a drink here and there. It's perfectly fine. But I want to lose 10 pounds a month. I want to get to 250. This goal is so important and so all-consuming to me. I can give it up for a month to help myself get there faster because I know again, plateau, I can sit on this plateau. I know that I can sit here and be healthy and not gain weight, eating and drinking in moderation, the things that I want. So I'm giving it up and I'm keeping myself accountable on the water tracking my water when it comes up i'm taking a drink of water and checking it in to make sure that i'm drinking enough water every day so i'm helping to regulate my weight it helps you sleep better it helps you regulate your weight it helps you do so so much to drink that water and when i finish this 30-day yoga program we'll go into another one and i'll see what i want to add in there at that point because another thing that i really really want to do again is like a hardcore drop the sugar like hard hard hardcore like get straight back to what i was doing throughout like the end of 2019 and into 2020. i've got the yoga component i've got the exercise component i've still got a gym membership i can go to the gym i can still get outside and take walks i can still do whatever else i want to do to help drive the exercise portion of that but you're never going to lose if you want to lose a bunch of weight 
and you know, I know you might have heard this different places or whatever, but as a reformed, much larger guy into a still pretty large guy, it's all in the kitchen. It's all in how much you eat and what you eat. If you're working out every day, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad for that. And, and you should be healthy. And that's amazing. And keep working. Don't give up on that. It's important to keep working and keep trying to shape your body and make yourself have more endurance, more stamina. Those things are so, so important. It gives you so much more energy to get through the day. It makes you feel mentally so much better. If you're somebody who struggles, I do, especially this time of year, like as the weather started to get colder and all of a sudden the sun wasn't coming out anymore, I was just kind of feeling bummed. I was just kind of feeling a little bit depressed, like a little bit of seasonal effective. And, you know, if you're exercising more frequently, that's not going to affect you quite as much. Or at least it doesn't me. I don't know if any, if any of that's going to ever work for anybody else. But what I can tell you is what works for me. So what else can I do? What else can I sacrifice? 30 days. 30 days is not complicated. Now, I don't diet. I'm not a diet person. Diets don't work. Because telling yourself that you can't have the things that you want at all depriving yourself from the things that you want you will never ever achieve success in that realm because eventually you're going to hit a point where you're going to crash and you're going to binge and you're going to make up for all that time when you were withholding it from yourself so i don't diet i don't diet but i can i can moderate I can eat the things that I love. I can make the things that I want to make. I can present you guys with different recipes, things like pumpkin pecan thumbprint cookies that I made. I can tell you guys about those different things, you know, loaded with, you know, different amounts of calories and different amounts of sugar and things like that. I'm never going to deprive myself of those things because that will make me miserable. If I tried to go on some kind of diet where I was withholding everything for myself, eating like a hard boiled egg and a half of grapefruit in the morning or something like that, I'll never make it. I would never, ever make it ever. Cause once that diet ends and you decide to go back to what you were doing before, guess what? All that weight goes right back on. Hold yourself accountable. Be willing to make sacrifices to get to who you want to be, to be the person you want to be, to reach what it is you need to reach. Hitting 250 and beyond, 250 is only the beginning, but hitting 250 is so important to me. I can, I can give up martinis for a month. It's not a big deal. Martinis, craft beers. Why? All this stuff is calories. All of it is calories. Especially beer, especially things like martinis. Now, could I could I have my Tito's and tonic, Tito's and seltzer? Yeah, I could. Zero calories and nothing to that. Nothing to it at all. But no, I'd, I'd, I'd rather just cut it out completely because it's okay to sacrifice some things in the short run to reach your goals, to achieve your goals. It really is. And I don't want to get those two things kind of conflated because I know I just talked about, you know, not being able to deprive yourself because then you're going to binge. But I'm not talking about like 
trying to completely deprive myself of all alcohol or anything like that forever, but a temporary sacrifice, giving something up temporarily to achieve a larger goal, to get myself on that road to where I want to be, that's worth it to me. So that's where I am. That's me. That's, 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 that's Nick in a nutshell right now. It's been a couple of weeks and I've been a very, very busy man and I'm going to be even busier in the coming weeks. So I just ask for your patience. I'm going to try to get all the content I can published, scheduled and ready to go. And then you'll be able to grab it and, and, and check it all out. If I can't, if I miss something, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. And I'm not sorry in the way that I'm, I need to do these things for me. I need to do these things for me. I need to take good care of me. And it isn't good for my mental health to sacrifice any of that, to sacrifice sleep, to make poor eating decisions or whatever else. It's not, I can't do that to try to push out a show that I'm not able to get out that week. And it happens and it's okay. And I hope it's okay with you too. Because I hope that when you join me here, that you do so just because you want some help in your own journey. Maybe there's something that you're struggling with. And, you know, maybe me talking about the things that I struggle with helps you in some way. I hope it does. I hope that your life is amazing. I hope that you take a moment today and every day to be kind to yourself and to be kind to other people. Stop tearing people down. Stop just wholesale looking at life, looking at everything through a negative lens, attacking people. We collectively, and I think I mean this as people in general, like as human beings in general, we need to change the way that we talk to and about one another and to and about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with being a little self-deprecating. I'm self-deprecating all the time, I know. But what I mean is like doubting ourselves, not believing in ourselves. Because if you don't believe in yourself consistently, and if you're down on yourself consistently, then you're going to manifest a mindset wherein you don't believe in yourself. Don't go there. Don't go there because you should believe in yourself because I promise you, you're capable of great, great things. Get out there and make them happen. back everyone thank you so so much for spending some time here with nikolai's kitchen if you like what you're listening to if you like the show please help me reach more people with my messages of positivity and scratch made food rate and review this show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on right now 
So today's featured recipe, uh, I feel, is all about growth for me. It's all about growth, and that's because back in episode 32 of the show, uh, we already did this. We already did breakfast pizza. (laughs) And, you know, we talked about a pizza dough recipe back at that point in time, but I don't remember that breakfast pizza really, and I mean absolutely, clocking it out of the park like the breakfast pizza that I made this past weekend. So over in the show notes, make sure you head to the show notes. If you're ever listening to this and you ever want to be like, what recipe is this? Where can I find this recipe? Nikolai'skitchen.com. Nikolai'skitchen.com. Any podcatcher, wherever you're listening to this right now, the whole recipe is right in the show notes. The recipe, the instructions, ingredients, everything you need, 100%. So go find it over there. But this is a new take on pizza dough and this is a much different take on breakfast pizza than the original take was now you can make them both side by side if you really feel like it and compare them for me this one every single time this recipe is also vegetarian i made it when my son was here over the weekend and i had to challenge myself to make some vegetarian dishes or some vegetarian versions of the dishes that i really really love and this turned out absolutely positively phenomenal so the first thing i want to impart in kind of my new pizza dough recipe is simplifying the process this pizza dough is much tastier the texture is so so much better and the key to it all and i can't even remember where necessarily it was probably watching a food network show because that's where 90 percent of it comes from rest your pizza dough and i don't mean rest it for five to ten minutes i mean rest it for at least 24 hours if you want to make pizza make it 24 hours early store it in the fridge take it out a couple hours before it's time to make your pizza to let it warm up and let it rise and I'm telling you, whatever the chemistry of it is, whatever the, the the actual science of it is, the food science, I don't know necessarily. I'm going to guess it's because that yeast has had more time to form more of those sugars and that gluten has had more time to kind of set up in there. Make your pizza dough at least 24 hours ahead of time. Specifically for this breakfast pizza, this one was about 36 hours because I had made pizza also the night before. I made normal cheese pizza and I made that Parmesan arugula pizza that I also talked about in episode 32. Not going to try to reinvent the wheel with that one except for to say I made that with a bechamel base instead of I don't think it had a base in episode 32. I have the folder right in front of me. I could click it and I could tell you if it did, but I'm not going to. So the great thing about that Parmesan arugula pizza is I had bechamel left over. And I thought to myself, you know what would be much better than butter, which is what I used in the previous breakfast pizza in episode 32. I also made my eggs with half and half, apparently. I just don't, don't. I put the bechamel down as a base. This is made with a little bit of Parmesan cheese. that has got some nutty saltiness to it. And I made it with allspice and nutmeg. So it's got a good sweetness, a good earthiness. And we're getting into that fall season where the, the pumpkin spice flavors are all, all coming, all coming new. Speaking of pumpkin spice, I'm finally thawing out some pumpkin I've had frozen for a couple years. And I'm going to challenge myself to make a couple different recipes with it, a couple different things that I've never made. And we're going to be talking about those in future episodes of the show, assuming that the pumpkin mash is still good. 
last year I made a pie with year old pumpkin mash and that was still fine. I'm guessing it's still fine because it's just been frozen this whole time. It's had no issues or anything. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're going to find out one way or the other. I'll thaw it out and I'll check it out and I'll see how it looks. But yeah, that previous breakfast pizza, I didn't put anything as a base except for just some butter. I brushed over the, the dough. But this, we did that heavy bechamel, that beautiful, beautiful sauce. Eggs, whip the absolute crap out of your eggs. Get some air in there. And then you're going to want to half cook them. You only want to half cook them. And I mean, like, when they're still good and runny, like, just kind of starting to firm up in some areas, about halfway done, turn your heat off. Keep stirring them the entire time and then get them over the pizza while they're still, like, runny-ish. They should only be about half set up because what it's going to do with that bechamel, your cheeses on top, and those eggs, this is going to be the creamiest, most delectable bite of pizza you've ever had. I swear to you it is. This is probably, like, this is, I would rather make this pizza than even make, like, normal pizza with marinara. Like, that's how good this breakfast pizza turned out. I was blown away by how absolutely amazing this was. And then the good thing is, is right in the middle of it, right in the middle. You get that textural crunch from spinach and red onion. I use my mandolin to get my red onion super, super, super thin. Mm. Like I'm just, I'm tasting it now in my mind. I, we, it got demolished. It got absolutely obliterated. I want to make it again, like right, right, right now. One thing I also notice about my uh, the pizza recipe for this one versus the one on episode 32 is this one has twice as much cheese. And that's not even including that's not even including what's in the bechamel. Maybe that's why I thought it tasted better because it has double the amount of cheese. In it. I never once claimed to be a healthy cooking podcast. <laughs> Every once in a while, I do a healthy recipe. Yes, it's very very true. Uh, not always though. Definitely not always. I used to do calorie counting. That was back in the days. I used to do calorie counting as well. Three hundred and eighty calories for a slice. Well, you know what? I'm not doing the half and half and there's no sausage on this. So I'm willing to bet you it's probably pretty comparable. Still, though, you don't want to like necessarily make this and then demolish half of it in a sitting. One of the things that I'm really, really trying to, 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 to get better with is my explorations of food science and the way that different textures really make a difference. That fried chicken Sammy was, 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 was a workshop in that. I'm trying to think of the word. And I can't think of the word. And it's all on my brain. Like that alone, like that was like a huge workshop in that. This was a huge workshop in that. Like I said, you've got that chewy, some beautiful chewy dough. You've got a crispy, crispy underside because I always let it go for 12 minutes and then I depan it and just let it be open and naked right in the oven. Pull it out. You get that bechamel in there, the creaminess, the chewiness of the dough, the absolute dreamy, creamy fluffiness of those eggs, and then bam, crunch right in the middle. And then your cheese on the top, the ramen even. The ramen, like think about like the fried wontons, the crispy chicken, the sauteed onions, the noodles, like all the different textures. It's an absolute explosion of texture, let alone flavor in the in the ramen. I just, oh man, I love it. I love it so, so much. Give this recipe a try, especially if you have a stand mixer. I mean, I know kneading pizza dough by hand. I did it for a long time. I understand how frustrating it is. But I promise you, do it and then let your dough set up for at least 24 hours ahead of time and then make this pizza. Add some meat to this if you want to. If you want to get, if you want to get that saltiness in there, 
throw some bacon in there. Make this the way that you want to make this and let me know how it turned out. Hit me up on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen, Twitch, Nikolai's Kitchen. Watch live. Talk to me in the live chat and say, yo, I made this. This was amazing. But that is going to do it for this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to be here with me today. Whenever here is, whenever today is, wherever today is, whatever. Thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. Well, thank you so much to Chris, M, and Sam. And a special shout out to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Kitchen.